in three, two, one. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stone Mountain 64. This is the Fireside Gaming Podcast. It is currently August 9th, 2019, and there has been some fire since the last time. So we got plenty to talk about, hang out. Uh, probably going to be going for a half hour, hour here like we usually do for the podcast, talking gaming, news, streaming, whatever it might be. Um, this last few weeks, I've been playing a couple different games. Obviously, I've been playing a lot of the Battle Royales. Well, we kind of dipped ourselves back into Fortnite in this last week. I got I got pretty hyped off of it from watching the World Cup, watching the dude take home three mil. That's going to be me next year, so that's what's really exciting. Uh, Hunt Showdown. We also played that. There's, It's not really, I guess, a new Battle Royale, but it is a Battle Royale that's been around for a little bit. It's actually, I don't even know if you class if they classify themselves as a Battle Royale, but it's a game that's, um, it's a mix between PvE, where you got to attack bosses and other players also in the game. So it's a pretty interesting one. They introduced trios into the game. We actually just did a giveaway for the supporters on that game too, but you know, they sent me some codes. That, shout out to them. Thank you guys. But we played the game a little bit, and uh, it, it was pretty fun. We we played it before a few months back. We just played it again this time, and, um, you know, it, it introduced trios. So we got to play all three together. It's kind of weird because it throws you in with solos, duos, and trios. Like, everybody's all in the same game. It's 10 people. We crushed it. There's some videos up on it now. Um but the biggest news, so that's, I mean, that's mostly what we've been playing. We did a little bit of virtual reality, too. I don't remember. It must have been in a previous week, but we played Trover Saves the Universe. Uh, I played Autica. It was like a gun shooting, like kind of like Beat Saber where you got to shoot or hit to the beat. But instead of that, you have to shoot targets to the beat, which was it was kind of crazy. It was a lot going on, and I've ne- I've only shot guns once before, and uh, I was not very f- familiar with it. It's I don't know. It was just I feel like if you were really a good marksman shooter, it would be a really fun game to play. But I was just it was it was a little bit of a learning experience for me. I also saw there's a boxing game where you have to box to the beat that I kind of wanted to try out. Um, I have an Oculus, and because I'm a Facebook partner, I actually got whitelisted for all of the oculus store so i'm planning to play some more oculus games over the next uh next few weeks i am moving still as well that's going to be at the beginning of next month i'm going to be moving and in my new office i'm going to have more space too so we're going to get even some more vr which should be pretty cool because right now this space is awesome but i have hit that thing multiple times (laughs) my like stand thing behind me i've hit the drawers i it's kind of like I just keep hitting and, and like you can put a little barrier so you don't. But inevitably, my arms just go flailing around like a madman and I end up hitting something. So that was a lot of that. It's been fun and I, I'm going to be doing some more of it. I, I still have not. I've yet to get my wife into the headset to try it yet. I don't know if she's going to like it, but <laughs> we had her on the podcast a few weeks back. We, we will give that a shot, though. Some of the biggest news, though was that Ninja is making a move. Actually, he already did. He made a move to Mixer. If you don't know Ninja, he is probably the most household name in streaming right now. Uh, he's the the biggest Fortnite gamer, played with Drake. I mean, he's... He's done a lot. He had the... He did an event at the New Year... In New York. 
in Times Square for the Super Bowl um, where he did a big stream event. Like, the dude is doing some crazy stuff, which is super exciting to see, right? But he was at the top of Twitch, which is another streaming platform. Uh, he moved, though. He made an announcement that he's moving to, and he did move to Mixer, which is a company, Microsoft. Obviously, you probably know Microsoft. They actually own Mixer. Um, and, you know, right now, as of at least quarter two for uh, streaming, the data that I've seen was Mixer was in last in terms of the four big streaming platforms right now. Twitch is just the monster. YouTube is doing, I think they're kind of in second in terms of hours watched at least. There's, there's a bunch of different metrics you can kind of look at too, but obviously YouTube's really strong for... Um, video as well but then uh facebook had a really nice boost which is really cool you know i feel like i'm part of that working our way up there and uh there's a mixer of course and i feel like this shift's gonna i might it's gonna be a good boost to mixer i've talked about this quite a bit on the stream already as well um but I think it is one of the craziest. I was when it when I first heard about it. It was when uh, something was happening. Oh, we were watching the Call of Duty launch trailer, and uh, they announced it like right at the same. Actually, a few minutes before, and I I was like, you know, it's not ten o'clock yet. And he hasn't made his announcement of whatever it is. But chat was saying that this is what it was, and I didn't believe it. It's a huge shakeup because he is the biggest streamer. Now, we also saw I, PewDiePie, who's the biggest YouTuber, saying that he was going to be streaming on DLive. Now, I really haven't followed up with that. I don't know what happened. I don't know how many viewers he gets when he does it. I don't even know how often he does it. PewDiePie still does his daily YouTube videos. He's about to hit 100 million subscribers on YouTube. I mean, he's still got a little while to go, but he's over 90 million. It's just, it's pretty mind-blowing. Um... But that, you know, people are saying, I, I saw some comments of like, oh, this is just going to be the same thing as that. You know, it's not really going to be that big of a deal. Who knows? But, you know, and it's the, the other thing, too, is you got a caveat. This is very early for uh, for anything to really determine, like if this is a huge success, if it's whatever, because right now uh, Ninja moved over the platform. And as part of that. I mean, his banner is on the front of the platform, on the front of the app, on the front of the website, um, and he also has free subscription. Like, you, you just go to the page. If you have an account, you just click subscribe, and he's got a subscriber. I don't know where he's at now. I'm sure he's even doing better, but the last I heard was he was at over a million subscribers on it, which is kind of like, you know, on Facebook, we have supporters similar to that. It's a subscriber. So Twitch has subscribers. Mixer has subscribers as well. Although I think the Mixer ones might be a little more expensive. I'm not sure exactly the details on it. And obviously we don't know what his contract or any of that really looks like. There's been speculation of what any of the numbers and things look like. I don't know anything. I haven't talked to the guy. This is just my speculation and kind of my insight into it as well looking at it. Um, but for sure, he must have gotten some type of... Uh, amount for this in the millions. I'm sure of it. I mean, dude's crazy. It's got to be right, and for the most likely, it's at least going to be. Uh, I would, I would assume, a year, two years, maybe even three years contract. 
of him streaming because he's streaming exclusively on Mixer now. I think it's really good for streamers in general. There's going to be a ton of opportunities with this, especially for people on Mixer. Like we're even seeing that, um, you know, he's rating some of the some of the streamers there, and they're reaching audiences that are just massive. Because the first stream, he, I think he had like 70,000 concurrence. Now I've seen him at twenty to thirty thousand concurrence, which is ludicrous numbers to say the least. But uh, I think that's I think that's what he. I don't know what he's been what he was averaging on um, Twitch before. But competition is good. And a lot of people were kind of, I saw a lot of comments of people like, oh, this is for, I don't even, you know what? I didn't even see any comments about it, but I heard other people saying they saw comments about it. I don't know where I've, where I'm missing the comments, although I'm not really looking that hard to be fair too, but people are saying like, oh, how could he do this to Twitch to leave the platform after he grew so much on it? But, you know, Ninja is one of the, in terms of where, why he's at where he's at is because He's across all the platforms. He's got like 10, 20 million subscribers on YouTube, uh, probably a few million on Twitter, a few million on Instagram. The dude is killing it. And one of the reasons that he even, the reason he played with Drake in the first place, uh, who's a big artist, is he was posting his clips on Instagram. And people were seeing his stuff on Instagram and Drake was following him on Instagram and they got connected and that was a huge moment for him. And there's, you know, there's been a bunch of different things, but uh, he's, he is a very, very good streamer. He knows what he's doing. He's very talented and where, where he's going. So it's going to be really interesting to see, to see somebody of that caliber now switching over platforms. I made a switch over to um, Facebook a few years back now and I was kind of streaming on all the platforms at the same time. And, you know, I've been very, very early in a lot of this in terms of switching away from Twitch. I'd canceled my partnership years ago. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a very hard thing to do because nobody, everybody that you would you'd talk to, any other streamer, anybody else is like, what are you doing? You're out of your mind. Why don't you do what everybody else is doing? Um and literally everybody that I would talk to, but, uh, that wasn't, and especially because there was no ad revenue, there's no, there's no way to make any revenue on it. There's no ads, there's no supporter feature, there's no stars, uh, when I switched over and that's where it's like, now that, you know, at least Mixer's much more of a fleshed out system. It's got like everything that he really has on Twitch. And that's the thing. It's like, is the platform in this case, Switching over from Twitch to Mixer, it's just a change of a URL for him. So, is it really going to be? I think the biggest thing is he's going to lose a lot of his, you know, in terms of him thinking through doing this. It's like, okay, I'm going to lose people that have been on a five year streak supporting his Twitch are now going to be reset there. But I'm sure whatever guaranteed amount that he's gotten outweighs all of that. And on top of that, you got to keep in mind that it's not like this is just a small company out of nowhere. These are all giant companies like Facebook getting involved, invest. This is now like, hopefully, at least you see Facebook also wanting to compete and investing more into the space, into streaming. Like the more that we get invested into streaming, the bigger the whole industry becomes, right? Like that's where you see a huge. Now, there's a bunch of different ways you can invest into it, but maybe this is a wake up call for Twitch as well. 
to sort out some of their stuff that they've been dealing with as of late. Um, but if more people leave the platform, now it's only Ninja that's moving. So, and actually what was kind of cool about that too, is I was pulling him up and I've noticed that too, because I stream with, uh, Acolyte a lot and some of the guys on Twitch. Um, and what was kind of cool actually is that I had both of the apps I watch. I do all my stuff on my phone too, which is what I know a lot of you guys do as well, but I had both of them, both of the apps open and I could just quickly switch between the apps. And that was actually a lot easier than trying to like close and go to another stream, um, which I thought was actually kind of nice because I could have his stream and then somebody else is open uh, because it's on different platforms. Now, that shouldn't be the case. It should be super easy to use just natively on it. But, um, you know, hopefully we get more cool stuff like that. And I, I don't know exactly what Mixer has for that as well. But, you know, from his, from Ninja's perspective on this, he is already at the top of the game. Fortnite is already the biggest game. So the next thing is like, is there another Fortnite that's going to be coming out that you can switch to? I mean, we kind of saw that from like Apex. Apex was big. It got to 10 million players pretty quickly. It blew up at first, but it didn't retain nothing like Fortnite. Fortnite has retained and it is the biggest game. It is crazy that the game is still as big as it is especially with the World Cup. My guess is they do another World Cup next year. Um, but I was thinking about this. I, I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but what else is, you know, this is Microsoft, right, That that is involved with this. And Microsoft owns Xbox. So maybe this is something where, and, you know, I don't know what the specifics of it, anything of Ninja's contract is or anything, but he is essentially the face of Mixer now. Now, is he also going to be the face of Xbox? Is he going to start getting onto every single Xbox out there? I don't know. Like, I assume that if you go to the Mixer app on Xbox as well, you'll see his face and see his stuff. But it's a huge boost for his overall brand if that happens or how much that could like if Microsoft launches a new product or something or, for example, Halo. Halo is exclusively on Xbox Ninja is a professional. He started out, one of the first things he did, at least that I'm aware of, was uh, he was a professional Halo player. So is he now going to be the face of the next Halo that comes out? Like, is there, like, maybe they do all the announcements through Mixer on Halo? Like, I don't know. And that's where it's like, you don't know what it's also going to be because that's the game developers, not necessarily Microsoft. But who knows what this means? And on top of that, and this was, uh, that, that was something I, you know, like that's his, that's his, one of his main games. That's one of his main loves. And that was too, like, people are like, oh, what does he mean by going back to his roots of gaming? Maybe it's something that has to do with Halo in the future. I don't know. Like, what if he's in the game or something? I don't know. It could, it could literally be anything. Uh, and then the question, you know, the length of the contract as well. That's the thing too, is like, if this does go really sad, and this is what I heard Dr. Disrespect talking about this as well. Um, if this does, does all just like doesn't work out, it's not, his YouTube channel's already bigger than like so many channels. And that's the beauty of what he's done is he's diversified himself so well across these different platforms that it's like he can still do things there. And if he needs to stream somewhere else a few years down the line, and on top of that, like economic wise, I'm sure he's set. 
you know, with a deal like this. So I, I think it's a really cool move. Um, I've just been I've been talking about this since the beginning. I'm just super excited for him and for the industry. And because now too, it's like you know, you see these conventions like there's a TwitchCon convention, but that is it's literally like it's for streaming and like the industry of game streaming. But it's literally titled TwitchCon. Maybe in the next three, four, five years, that just becomes StreamCon. And now it's something that's open for everybody, open for, and you can go there. Like, I could probably go there as a Facebook streamer, and, um, but it's also kind of like, well, it's kind of weird. I don't know. So it's, it's exciting, man. I, I'm super excited for the industry, for everything that's going on. And, uh, to see that happening, just I I think too, you're gonna see even more companies that are like, oh, okay. So it was just like when we were first getting like companies coming over and wanting to sponsor YouTubers. It was like, oh, why would you do that? And then you see people getting these insane viewership, and it's like, oh yeah, now every company is like, we want to sponsor, we want to do a sponsored post on YouTube because we want to get views for YouTube, like YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. That's what everybody wants to focus on. And then when Twitch started coming around, it's like, yeah, we just want our views on YouTube um, from sponsors and whoever you, you know, like some of the agencies that work on the stuff. And then it was like, okay, well, what about uh, Twitch now? Like three, four, five years later, now it's all about Twitch, all about YouTube, and they're just like synonymous. You can go with either of them uh, a lot of times. And then if I try and tell people about Facebook, it's really like it's only an innovative group that's really interested to, from what I've seen. That's been really wanting to sponsor, but it's getting more and more um, open to things. And it's super cool to see that as well as I think we're going to see the same thing on Mixer of like these companies like, oh, OK, well, there's all these other platforms. Maybe this is something where it's like an eye opener of like there's other places out there um, to do things. So. I'm excited for it. I really am, man. For the industry, and uh, it'll be it really interesting to see if more people start jumping ship off of it, because you know, it, and I, I don't think we're going to see anything immediately. My guess is we see how this goes, because everybody's going to be looking at this of like, okay, well, a month from now. When all of his free subscribers are gone, how much does he retain? How much does he retain two, three months from now? If it is something that's super viable, because like one of the benefits, at least of one of the reasons why I went to Facebook in the first place is like, look at this, look at this platform has 2 billion people on it. I don't know how many people are on Mixer, but it's not that, it's not as many as Facebook. And it's, you know, it's like, where how big is the audience really that's there are you bringing people over like maybe they bring a few more people over it'd be solid but you're still bringing people over and that was one of the things for me that I'm like there's already people here and that's kind of one of the that was kind of one of the really cool things that I was finding is like I built a whole new audience on Facebook a lot of the guys that find my stuff was like from a few years ago um so, yeah, I mean, maybe, who knows, maybe we see some big names even come over here or go over to YouTube. I mean, there's already some really big names on YouTube as well. Just thinking about it now. 
But I mean, I, I really don't know. But that's why that's why it's super exciting times for it. And uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, let's go on. Uh, the the other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, before we get into some questions that uh, you guys gave me, we also had Fortnite. I played a little bit of that over the last week. We had two times that I played it. I managed to play some solos. <laughs> Still got it, dude. The game is a mess with building. I'm getting better at it, which is good. I'm get, actually I, I'm getting it back a little bit. I'm not up to the st- the state of like I've been watching some Abuga who is the winner of the three million dollars at the Fortnite World Cup, and I've been watching his gameplay, and he is on a completely another level than anybody I, I anybody I've seen. I don't know. I mean, I I don't watch that many people. Like I'll watch Ninja occasionally. I'll watch Tfue occasionally. They're great players, but the speed of what he is doing and like he's already got. You, you'd have to literally slow it down to, like, super, super, super slow speed in order to see what he's even doing because he jumps around a corner and he's he already knows, like, the mouse movement combination with the keys, so it puts up whatever he's building. He's not thinking about the individual stuff. He's doing a combination with his wrist and with his mouse in order to pull off this build, and it's... I can't do that. <laughs> I am not ready for it. Now, I was playing with Dimes. I did some duos yesterday, uh, and he is a much better Fortnite player. He's been playing it consistently. That's his main game. So we were playing with him, and he gave me a couple of maps to go and practice some editing on. I want to get to the point where I can always hop into Fortnite whenever I... And, you know, not that I would do great, but, like, I can still do okay. Like, it took me... It took me a little bit of practice to get my building back a bit, and I want to kind of keep that up. Maybe do like once a week some Fortnite or some um, maybe some custom games. Even if we do it as we used to do these in the past, where some supporter games. Maybe we do something like that. I think they're also doing a no building town. If you go to tilted, t- tilted, whatever, there is a, the whole town is no building, which is like. It's just like any other battle royale at that point, but it's got a different a different set of graphics, you know, like the Fortnite graphics, a little more friendly uh, for younger viewers too, and uh, you know maybe parents let them let their kids play Fortnite, which is great. If they made a mode on Fortnite that was just, or maybe it doesn't even need to be a specific mode, but. Maybe the map needs to change as well because the map is obviously designed completely around building. But that town was built around no building. And it was a totally different feel and version of the game playing that. I feel like that would attract so... Like, my complaint about it and literally what I see in my chat almost every time I play is, oh, I can't get into the building. People's buildings are too crazy. I'm not at that level. It's too much to get into that. It's a mess. Think about how, and maybe it's maybe it's not as many. I'm sure, I would assume they did some research on this, and if they haven't, they probably should be. How many people would probably start playing Fortnite again or would pick it up in the first place if there was no building to deal with? It's such a smooth-running, free game that's on all platforms that I recently learned also has a feature, so if you are deaf... There's also a way that you can still see where people's footsteps are coming. Like they have thought of including everybody into this game and making it friendly for everybody, even on the Switch, on your phone. Like it's mind-blowing. 
I think there is just un and you know it's already the biggest game. How could it get bigger? There's a lot of people that are not playing this game for a variety of reasons, and they got to keep thinking. They're in season ten now. They got to keep thinking of some new stuff. Maybe this is a, and the hard thing is though is like that's what their entire game is built on is the building. So maybe the game is not good without it. I feel like it'd be awesome though. I would definitely, I would definitely play it more if it had a no building and we could just at least try it. And like, but it would probably like have to be a town like Tilted Town that they introduce where it's a little more designed specifically around a map that's not building. Chat saying, John said, Bloom is the most hated feature. Very interesting point. If you don't know, Bloom is just basically when you shoot, it makes it so it's randomly inaccurate. Um, as you shoot, the longer you shoot, it your gun just doesn't go... Like, you could put the perfect aim. You can be a god with your skill and put it right on them, and you shoot, and the bullet just goes to the side, especially when you're going full auto with guns. That's mostly what it is, right? Um, yeah, you know what? If they made it, that that could be another detractor. It is something that's frustrating to deal with. Now, they do have guns like there's an infantry rifle now that doesn't have bloom. It's just purely accurate. And they also introduce first shot accuracy to guns, which is the first, if you're standing still, the first shot you shoot is accurate. Plus, the snipers are accurate. So there is a lot that's already fixed a lot of that compared to when the game first came out. But that might be, I mean, that would be another huge change. If they made it so season 11... They made guns have a proper recoil pattern, or uh, which is kind of that's how PUBG works. That's how Apex works. That's how the new Battlefield works. Like this is how games are going a lot more now because then it's more skill based. You can control the recoil, and uh, it's Counter Strike, for example. That's a game that is one of the most competitive games in the world, and it is so because you can learn every facet of that game and be the best. You can know the you can know how to control the recoil like, and that's kind of an outsider looking in. I've never really been super into Ford or into CS:GO, but I think you understand what I'm saying here. Is you can master the skill. There is no person on earth who can master Bloom because it's literally randomly going to miss. It's randomly going to go in random directions. Um. So yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Anyways, let's get into some Q and A. Uh, I just keep on rambling, but that's also kind of a good thing because that's why we're here. <laughs> um, Kevin K asks, with Apex having limited re- release of solo gameplay next week, do you think this will bring new players into the mix or deter new players from trying it out? This is actually, oh, you know, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, Apex, uh, Apex, maybe we talked about it last time. I don't know, but Anyways, Apex is having a new solo mode that's coming out. This is we we've been talking about this forever. They're coming out with a solo mode though. They're actually doing it. Now, it is going to be to Kevin's point a limited release. So, it's coming on the 13th and it's going to be here for 2 weeks and then it's gone. Now, we saw them introduce the top 5 mode. I forget the name of what they even called that thing, but it was like the before there was ranked, there was a top 5 mode. Maybe they're going in the direction of testing solos, see how it does, see if they need to create a new character specifically for solos. Maybe they limit 
the number of characters for solos. Like, we don't even know how they're implementing this first one. I think it's perfectly fine. I'm down for them to do a two-week test, see how it goes. It's literally what I've been saying, like, almost every time we do a podcast like this is, like, just put it in. Just try it. Let's please just try something new. Anything. Please. And <laughs> uh, it's awesome, dude. I'm super excited that they're actually doing solos. This has been the most requested. It was like one of the first things that I thought about when we were playing it. It's one of the things that is the most. It's because you can be playing with squads and <clears throat> your squad mates are just not even bad. They're mean. Like they're toxic. Like they can get bad. Um, and now I don't really notice it that much in Apex. I mostly just notice our people are really quiet when I do random squads because there's such an in-depth pinging system that you don't need to talk to people in it. But, uh, I think in terms of new players, I'm not sure. I really don't know if it's going to bring new players in. It might bring players back. People who just got sick of trying to random queue in with people and want to try their own hand at it. It's as a streamer, like I love to do solo stuff. This is what I've done a lot of for PUBG, getting my first win, getting multiple wins in PUBG and solos. It makes you much, much better as a player having to only rely on yourself. That's what even going back to Fortnite last week, that's why I started with solos because I needed to relearn that. And when I was playing Fortnite for the first time back before it was even season before it was even called season one, we were playing it and it was literally, I was just playing solo because I needed to actually learn the game, learn how to build, learn how to shoot, learn how to play strategies. And you just get to, you get to be up to yourself and your own gameplay style. The thing that's going to be really interesting with solos on uh, Apex versus other games is that Apex has a much slower time to kill being on PUBG. People die extremely fast. If you go full auto with an Uzi, they die very fast. Even with level 3 armor, very fast. Snipers, one-shot headshot. There's three different snipers in PUBG that will one-shot headshot even a level 2 helmet. And you're just out of the game. Next game, 40 minutes later, (laughs) 30 minutes into a game, all right, you're dead immediately. You didn't even see the guy, and you got to go to the next game. There's not as much of that in Apex, unless you team fire them, which, you know, that's how the game is designed to be played. I had a nice rant earlier this week of me yelling about how doesn't matter how the game's designed to play, it can still be fun. This was literally, I saw so many comments of people saying, oh, you're going to be able to test this out, or you're going to be able to play it, you're going to realize how stupid it is that you... You know, uh, the game's designed to be played as a three-man team. That's how they made it and is designed for it. Just let us play the game how we in different ways. Like, it, it gets boring playing it the same way. Let's play something different. And that's what we wouldn't even have a battle royale in the first place if it wasn't for Arma. The game can be modded however you want to mod it. They modded the game into a battle royale. Bada bing. The game was not designed to be played that way. We weren't designed to play PUBG Melee only. But we do that anyways. The game is all is broken as all hell for Melee. PUBG is the worst Melee game in the world. And we do a Melee only game. 
and it's a ton of fun. This might be a ton of fun. We don't know unless we try it out. So let's try it out. Maybe it is ass. Could be. I think it's going to be pretty great, though. And to be able to just run into some solos, play some games. Now, do they introduce this into a ranked mode? I don't know. I feel like they're already splitting people up so much that it's going to be a very difficult sell to have this as a dedicated mode and to have it as a dedicated ranked mode. I am extremely unlikely... I put that in the extreme unlikely category. Right now, as a diamond player in Apex, if I decide to play in the, into diamond queue, it has about a five-minute wait queue because there's not enough people playing, on PC at least, and then it matches me with Apex Predators because Apex Predators don't have enough people playing to match with Apex because they're literally at the top of the top. They don't have anybody else to play with, so it throws them down into the lower lobby so they're not sitting there for two weeks waiting for the queue to load. If you now split people up, and now they're going to be, and that's one of the fears too of them introducing new maps into the game. So how they're going to handle that, I don't know. Um, Eli G asked, okay, I went on a super long one there, Kevin. All right, but we had a couple related questions to that. Eli G said, are you ready for all the toxic caustics, pathfinders, octanes, and solos next week? Lol, I don't, I don't know what people are going to play. My guess is most people are going to be playing pathfinder and maybe wraith. That's my early guess. We'll see how it goes. But I'm ready for it. Uh, and Arturo asked, who am I going to main in solos? Most likely Pathfinder. His abilities, I just uploaded a, a, a clip to Instagram, literally, that was, I feel like it displays very, we, actually two clips recently. I don't have my, I don't even know where my phone is right now, but um, that displayed why Pathfinder is so good. And using his verticality. So my guess is that he's just gonna be he's gonna be just as good in solos. Like he's the one, if any, that you want to use in a 1v3. Eh, a lot of times. He's the one you want to use in a 1v3 Pathfinder because you can down one and then use that mobility to get to a ledge where they can't reach you. Get to cover faster than any other character possibly can. Gives you a chance to heal. While they need to make a decision, do you heal or do you go for the res? If they go for the res, now you can quickly get back, get the easy kill, and now you can 1v3 very easily. Like, that is... He has a distinct advantage over everybody because of that. Um, so, that's where I imagine it's going to be similar in here. Now, you're probably not going to be... I mean, you might run into, like, a 1v2 or something. Um, if anything, it might be better to block certain angles so you can just focus on a 1v1. But now, at the same time... Let's say you hit somebody for their shields. You break their shields off. You use Pathfinder to fly in on them and execute the kill immediately. Fight's over. You have a lead. You jump on them, shotgun them. Fight's over. No third party. No risk of a third party because the fight's already over. Now, you're using Caustic sitting back sniping. You shoot, you shoot, you shoot. Um, you got traps set up. Maybe a trap goes off of somebody pushing you, but there's going to be... You keep on shooting. You stay in that fight for a long time. You're gonna get third partied. That's the entire that's the entire meta of this game. So that's how I see it panning out. But we'll have to wait and see. Because maybe Wraith ends up being good because you can use your Q, disappear. Um Yeah. Uh, Orlando L. <coughs> Thoughts on a legend that that's ultimate will randomly copy another legend's ultimate or something like that. 
Interesting. I have not heard that before. Um, I think that would be a fun one to play, but I don't think it would actually be a good one to play. Because whenever you have randomness into this, it's just like the the thought process of when you drop into a game like Apex um, and all of your guns are randomly distributed. It's like... Uh, I mean, you want to take as much luck out of something as possible so you can control it. It's the same thing with Bloom. Uh, it's the same reason why, like, you know, Counter-Strike, you're not dealing with, oh, you're just going to randomly get a certain amount of money for this round. Uh, you can plan. So I think that, you know, it could be really fun. It's like, oh, you get this and then you, you steal it and then own them with it. But uh, I don't think it's something that's actually practical to use because you want to be able to rely on whatever it is. Like, you know, if you're playing Pathfinder, you know exactly what all your abilities are and exactly how to play that character at all times. <laughs> that's just some of my initial thoughts on it, though. <laughs> Every time I hear Gibby, I think people are talking to me because his last name is Gibbs. I like it, dude. Uh, Derek L says, the new COD. Do we all fall for the new feels or is it going to be the same old crap? Damn, son. Hold on, let me take a swig of water here. Yeah. Every year, let me tell you, every year, Call of Duty says it's something different. And every year, it's mostly the same thing. Now, I haven't been able to play this one. And I will say, when they added double jumping in the game, it was definitely a different Call of Duty. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, wall running and all that crazy stuff that they added. It was definitely a different game. But I also didn't really like that direction of the game in general. I played it. I enjoyed it for a while, but then, you know, eh, I just kind of got over it. So it's been a while, and that's the thing. Every year when a new Call of Duty comes out, it's like, oh, man, it's been a long time since I played COD. Maybe this one will be good, and then, I don't know. This one looks pretty cool, though. This is what a lot of people, including myself, you can go back and listen. I was, I've been hoping for another modern, really cool shooter for a while. Um, PUBG-esque. PUBG's pretty modern in terms of the guns and things like you know they're they're realistic guns and that's really fun the attachments on them are all really fun i really like pubg but it's also just clunky it's a little slow um i like that about it and a lot of people really like it more than me it's a game i enjoy but i do personally like faster paced game i come from a background of loving battlefield and call of duty like that's where some halo like those are my favorite shooters that I've played um so for me to see a game that is going for a very realistic feel the way they're changing the guns they're getting rid of the pick 10 system they're changing a lot of things in a right direction that are interesting to me it is boots on the ground it's a modern shooter they've got some really cool stuff like the landing animation when you fly in uh on the map now the way that they're going about the modes though is they're also trying something new they're doing like this 2v2 mode in COD that is kind of like a Rainbow Six Siege or Search and Destroy or Counter-Strike where you have one life per round, but it's only 2v2, so it's going to be faster paced. And I think it would be really cool if we did that 
I thought I heard somewhere that they have the ability to run tournaments, like it's going to be a native thing in the platform, which would be, if it is true, that would be incredible because we could do like a 2v2 supporter tournament or something like that. And it would be like, I think that would be incredible to do. I could cast it. I think it'd be really cool. Now, they didn't have casting in what they were showing. So maybe it's not going to be a thing. <clears throat> but I think that would be, and I'm always looking for stuff like that that we can do for the community and just do some fun stuff like that. But yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. We're going to have to see in the beta how it feels. They haven't announced anything about a battle royale for it either. And, um, the new mode. Oh, the cool thing about it though is they are they did talk about a 20 versus 20 mode. That sounds really cool. It almost sounds like I thought this sounds like what Battlefield is probably going to come out with next year. My guess, based off of everything that I've seen from people, they want to see a modern badass Battlefield. Oh, here's this. There's even tanks in it. It's 20v20. It's no longer the three-lane maps. Although they they probably still will have some some of the maps are not going to be three lane, which is, if you don't know Call of Duty, that's how all their games work. There's three different main paths you can go. You can try and push the left, the center, or the right, and they put a bunch of other debris and uh, stuff around it and model a map around that. That's kind of the main format that they always use uh, for the respawn shooters, but <clears throat> we'll see, man. Austin S. asks, will you ever be doing... Wow, classic content. I was just reading something in the chat about that too. So this is a great question. This is going to be an interesting one. I know it may be too big of a commitment with time it takes up. That's what he says. And that's the thing with WoW. It is a time game. There's skill in it, but you also got to put the time in to get to, to level up, to do the quests, to get everything. And I love RPG games. Oh, wow, has got a special place in my heart. This was a long-ass game that I played that I loved. So fun. Such a great, like, you know, you get your buddies together. You got your guild together. Like, it's just, it's a great community. Fun. I mean, you can have bad experience with it. But that was the thing that I remembered most about WoW Classic. And the recent times I've hopped in, I've kind of, I've kind of got a few people to play with that I, that I had a few times. We would do some arena um, you get a couple things in, but I'm really hoping, I'm kind of hoping that it goes well. Like I play it, people are interested in it. It's a fun watch. We get maybe a bunch of creators together that are all playing it and it's a fun time. Now, I don't know if this is going to pan out, if that's going to work. I've been optimistic for other games in the past that I've tried to play and just didn't really catch on with the audience, with the content, whatever. It's probably going to be a lot of people just playing it themselves. And I think that's going to be kind of cool too, though. If you're playing it yourself and you just got to stream up now, like that was not something back in the day that you ever had. You couldn't watch a stream. You couldn't watch videos about this stuff. And so I feel like it's going to be super cool to even have that. And I feel like it's something I really do want to play. It's something I want to get back into. And I know I'm probably going to take a hit on numbers if I do do it. But if it's not, like, negative, I think we play it for a bit. See how it goes. At least test it out. Uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm currently at with it. Maybe we end up, like, some other game is out. Something's bumping. 
everybody goes to there and now we've got free reign to take on this other new thing or whatever it is. Maybe that happens too. But uh, yeah, man, for the horde. Okay. Uh, let me see if there's any last other questions in chat here. Alliance or horde? Yeah, Jacob. I played on the horde, my good sir. Undead. That was day way. That's what I'm currently thinking of playing as an undead mage for it. I played a rogue back in the day on WoW Classic, so I figure I might as well change it up a little bit this time. We need missile launchers in Apex. And the missiles home in on targets. I don't know about that one. Maybe if it was somebody's ability, I'd be down with that. But if you just see those flying around everywhere, that would be that would be rough. It's the same philosophy that I have with claymores. I hate claymores. You ju you just it's bad luck. Again, it's just luck. You just run into one and you blow up and you die immediately. At least with like the caustic traps that are in Apex, it's a time like it just reveals location and it does a little bit of damage, but for the most part it's just a, a location revealer. And uh, a temporary, like, hold you off of a location. It's how a lot of the explosives are. Like, Gibraltar ult doesn't come down immediately and explode. You can still avoid it. The Bangalore ult, you can still avoid it. When will, uh, Henry asks, when will Facebook start streaming on console? Do you mean, like, you stream from your console to Facebook? I'm not sure if that's possible. Um, in terms of watching streams from Facebook on your console... I think you could do that if you download the Facebook app. I know you can do that with, like, if you there's a Facebook watch app, like, you know, like you're watching videos or whatever. They have an app for that that you can put on your TVs and a lot of places. That's what I've used. Jacob asks, how's your wife's foot recovery? It's been going really well. She's got uh, an appointment next week. She had a surgery on her foot uh, a few weeks back. We were talking about that in a podcast as well when she was on. I believe we talked about it a little bit, but... Uh, she's been recovering up. She's doing she's doing great. She's been coming along well, so it's good. The Facebook app is terrible. Crashes every five seconds. Lol. Okay, well, rip to that one then. <laughs> oh man, I use uh I use Apple TV and just project it onto the TV. That's typically what I do. Um, what else we got here? Amazon Fire has a watch app. That's pretty good. Okay, well there you go. Maybe check that one out. Need a pyro character in Apex. Yeah, I heard some talk of a maybe a pyro character or an ice character. The thing is, Ray, they can do anything at this point. They just need to do something. They need to introduce some more characters. They need to do something. Um, limited time mode. Even just changing the character's abilities. Like maybe there's a fire wraith and there's a frost pathfinder. Or um, something like that. I feel like changing character abilities would be a lot easier too. Uh, all right. Let me see if I had any other last questions here. Dark Age of Camelot. No, I didn't play that. Love the Claymores in Modern Warfare 2. Knut, my guy. All right. Eh. Eh, I'm not a fan. I don't like I don't like getting one shot by claymores. Maybe if they do a little bit of damage, like Tachanka, 
He's got the, uh, in Rainbow Six Siege, you put that down, it just does about, like, 50 damage, I think. It doesn't one-shot you. Put the full Titanfall gun list in the game. Now, there are some grenade launchers. There's a mag launcher. There's, a like, a Spartan laser. All stuff that was around for, uh, Titanfall 2 that could be into the universe. There's so much, there's so much they can do. Did you already talk about the Apex tourney not being shown on ESPN anymore? I didn't talk about that, but I did hear about that. There was a tournament that was going to be on it, and then they decided to switch it off. Yeah, man. That's rough out there. They switched the... They switched it. Yeah. Press you remembered the K. I know, man. You're the... Out in the rest of the world, out in Norway, apparently you pronounce your Ks. Oh, man. Language. Come on, man. I'm learning, though. I'm learning, you know. Norway. Shout out to all the Norwegians out there. All right. We're going to wrap it there, guys. Hugely appreciate all the support. We got record numbers tuning in for the exclusively live portion of this. But uh, as always, it's super great to see you guys. If you uh, also are a supporter as well, we are also launching the Facebook supporter group. Just what I said for supporters it's a supporter group it's just in testing right now so we're going to be testing that out see how it goes we have a super awesome regular facebook group we have our discord server we got a bunch of cool stuff but uh, this is another new thing that we're going to be trying out and yeah if you guys enjoy the podcast as always you can find it on everywhere you can find it on espn the ocho exactly yes chat you can find it on spotify you can find it on itunes it's also up on my youtube channel youtube uh stone mountain plays my second channel i put it up on there and uh, you know you guys watching there you show some love out here man all my other videos do so much better than it come on dog I don't know. Maybe I got to figure out something else. But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Ra- give it a rate and off on iTunes or whatever if you if you do like it. And we'll be back in about two weeks with another one. All right, peace out, guys. I'm gonna go start streaming. Mount sixty four. Over and out.